You know, you always talk about these guys, and I never really listened to them. And then I heard the Liberty song or whatever it is. I don't know what it's called, but it's something Liberty. Okay. And uh, I was like, oh, that's a good song. I guess I'll thumbs up that on my Pandora. Yeah. And then it brought up this song, and I was like, oh, this song is pretty good, too. I'm like, how have I not heard of these people? They're awesome. I mean, like, you've played one of their songs on here on the show before, but... Did I? <laughs> yeah, I think we... Or we talked about it, at least. Because I went to... I've seen them twice. Yeah. They're amazing. Yeah. And the last... Well, the last time was... Uh, the show was sold out. And yeah. I, I had to get the tickets. That's yeah. what, why we were talking about it. Oh, yeah. The song's just called Liberty, is the one that I was like, oh, that's a good song. I like that. I can dig it. Yeah. The, the abrupter... Wait. Uh, interrupters. Interrupters. Sorry, I get it. I get confused because there's a Buffalo band called the Abrupters. Yeah, and that's why I'm like, oh, yeah, the Abrupters—they're doing well. No, the Interrupters, <laughs> the Interrupters are doing well. The Abrupters are cool too from Buffalo, but you know. Well, and I, I don't, I never on like after listening to them, I'm like all the ska, like L.A. West Coast style punk music that I listen to. How have I never heard of these guys before? <laughs> um, I just don't understand how I've never heard of them. They're, I mean, they're fairly new, right? Fairly couple couple of years, I want to say like, 2011. Yeah, that's the years they've been active. So it's not like they're not the old school stuff that I think they're uh, the Rancid family, basically. Not not that they. Play you know what's them, funny but... is on Wikipedia it says associated acts Rancid. Yeah, Tim Timebomb and Friends. Yes, Tim Timebomb and Transplants, Friends. Green Day, and then this is the weird one, Sugar Ray. <laughs> That is a weird one to throw in there. I don't know. I don't understand that. The best part is, okay, the band members. Do you know their names? I know there's the female singer and the lead guitarist guy. Yeah. So the female singer is Amy Interrupter. Okay. That's how she's listed on Wikipedia. Mm -hmm. I'm going to guess this is one of the guitar players is Kevin Bivona. Sure. Then there's Justin Bivona. Yes. And Jesse Bivona. Yes, yes, they're all brothers. Yeah. They all look alike. <laughs> do they really? Yeah, they do. You could really tell. Um, but yeah, that's uh, in fact I think they play with Tim Timebomb in that band. Like they they help out that that music scene. Okay. So it, but that's the whole thing. Like when those bands all get together like that, that they can go into other bands and play like semi close to the same music but like different uh styles we talked about before yeah well and they those those guys definitely do look a lot alike all three of them right and I mean, that's why the show sells out i mean it's an amazing show high energy uh they kill it they slay it the interrupters it is they're they're pretty good i i enjoy listening to them now and i'm like oh this is good stuff 
Yeah, they don't need our, they don't need our promotion. <laughs> they don't need any help. No, <laughs> fuck no. They're doing no great. promotion. It was just, it, you know picking them. It was like oh you know something new. Yeah. That I that I'm getting into that you liked before. Yeah, that's fine. And of course, you know you had no music plans for today, so no, I didn't. So good <laughs> good choice. I just woke up, Alan. I went back on a night shift. Alan texted me. Alan always gives me like an hour. You know, it takes him a little bit to drive up here. So he always texts me like, Dan, I'm on my way. This morning, I kind of heard it, kind of didn't. <laughs> but I think time kind of slipped away from me. Time slipped away. So I woke up and I'm like, oh, shit, Alan's going to be here in like five minutes. I better get out of bed. <laughs> well, that's about how it is, right? I give you the, I give you the hour because yes, you we, know we had the incident. <laughs> the one time when fucking Dan... Alan rang the doorbell forever, texted Dan. Dan never woke up. And I don't even know if you were home. I don't remember that. I mean... It was a long time ago. I don't remember that day. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously. (laughs) Um, But yeah, especially in the wintertime, you know, it's like chilly. It was like good sleep. I got a couple hours, five... I got like four or five hours. But uh, it's like... I've set my... uh, The temperature in my house at 65. I'm going to try this experiment this year. Just keep it at sixty five all year long, so yeah. that you're not as cold when you go outside. And and this is the this is I'm the not putting it up that, and down. Uh, my coworker has is he, he when it started getting cold. Mm-hmm. I threw the liner in my coat and I was complaining it was cold every time I was outside. My I started wearing my long johns underneath my work shirt and everything. And that was on a day when it was like thirty five degrees, and I was like, "This is stupid. Like I hate when it's this cold." But it was rainy, so it made it worse. And my coworker's like. Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm gonna wear the thin coat for a while so I get used to the cold. And right. I'm like, dumbest thing I've ever heard. Well, it's I mean that's outside. I'm talking about in my house. Instead of putting the temperature up to seventy and then bringing it down to sixty at night, and then bring it back up to seventy and feeling hot and cold, I'm just gonna say sixty-five all all winter and just ride it out. You know, you see me, I got the knit hat on and the yeah. sweat sweat jacket. I mean, I I think my bill keeps going up because I think I keep. You know, like in the dead of winter, I'll, I'll put it up to like 72. I'm like, oh, I'm super cold. Holy crap. Well, it's only me. I don't even so. do that. Yeah, it's only me. So if I do that, I'm like, ah, it's, it's me wasting my own gas. Aiden decided he found out where the thermostat was and how to use it. <laughs> and I was like, don't touch it Isn't ever that... again. The one time we came home and it was set to like 73 and we didn't realize he changed it. It was set to like 73 for four days. And you're like sweating? You didn't. Realize... Yeah, I'm like, why is it so hot in our house? I'm like, there's no way this house is this insulated. Right. It's impossible that it's this insulated that <laughs> when I set it to 68, it's going to stay there. Right. I try never hit this, try to never hit 70. It's like, keep it at 68, 69, somewhere in there, and we should be good. I think that's how it is a lot with the, like, Western New York or anything over a certain <laughs> latitude. It's just like, we kind of keep our houses cold. Uh, there's no need to like warm it up beyond a certain point. You can always wear clothes. And, yeah, you, you put know. more on. That's yeah. what you're taught as a kid, right? Yeah, exactly. You can always put layers on. Right. And if you put a bunch of layers on, you can always take them off if you're hot. Well, and put layers on and don't fucking touch the thermostat. Yeah. Because that's, yeah. you know. Because gas is expensive. Super expensive. You, you're not, you know. It's super expensive. It's that's all you got to say about yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They did the, uh, I know this is probably boring for some people, but like, the meter thing came to me the other day, and they called me. They yeah. remind you to read the meter. Yeah, super important in Buffalo to read your meter, mostly all winter because the gas company estimates shit. So it's like they and just go. You know that guy's not like uh, coming around, and he's not digging through the oh. snow to find your meter. No, they're like, uh, 
you know, uh, well, you, maybe uh, maybe they use this amount of gas. <laughs> well, you know what their theory, they're supposed to, because I found this out from National Fuel, you can do the meter reading every month and mail it in, right? You can call it in. Maybe You can call it, it in, easy, you can yeah. mail it in, whatever you got to do. Yeah. I think you can even do it online now. Probably. Just submit a meter yeah. reading. And I found out they only come out every other month. I want to say, yeah, it's like every other month or every two months. Well, from what like. I've been told by National Fuel, and because uh, I use National Fuel, yeah. is that they come out every other month and read your meter. But like you said, in the wintertime, that guy's not digging. He's not traipsing through three feet of snow to get to your meter. So depending on where your meter is... right. He might not get there, and they made it easier. This is what pisses me off. Well, they now just, they now they just have the guys that drive by. They yeah, they put all my meters outside. They put all the meters outside in Buffalo. Yeah, they're digging up everybody's yard. Yeah, trying to make it easier for the meter reader. To he's see just it. got a box. All he's got to do is sit in the truck and scan as yeah. he drives by, and that's what he's got to do. Instead of like they used to have to knock on your door, come in your house, which is super unsafe. Yeah, and I mean that ended your a basement. while ago though too, because I have I don't have well I I think I don't have the one that they can just scan. Unless they, that's what they did a couple years ago. I can't remember what the hell they did. But even before that, my meter was outside, and the guy came. He would walk up to the side of the house and read it. You yeah. know what I mean? It wasn't a scanner, but think about how weird that is, though. Like, <laughs> you got to knock on somebody's door. You got to go into their basement. Yeah. And usually, like the meter reader guy is pretty. You know, he wants to get his shit done, so he's down in your basement before you are. Oh yeah, he doesn't even <laughs> wait for you. You open the door, and he's trucking he's like, down yeah. there, and he's like done. Have a good day. Have a good day as the door slams behind him in the, <laughs> in the basement. Yeah. <laughs> he gets locked in the basement. <laughs> you know, it's just super kind of weird stuff. But, yeah, I was always told, you know, you can do your manual reading every month so they don't estimate on the, you the estimation months. Because yes. they, they definitely will overcharge you. Yes. Or in the summer, super undercharge me. And, and then, then you owe extra money in the oh, wintertime. Oh, yeah. Like you get like, these massive bills in the winter. Which doesn't make sense. Why would you? Why wouldn't you just estimate high again? I don't know. Like, oh yeah, this guy probably turned his thermostat down to sixty-five. Well, do you think it's uh, that gas prices are high in the winter? Oh, so of they're gonna, especially around here. Right? Yeah, so they're going to underestimate because they know they'll always catch you. But in the summer, gas prices are low, so they'll overestimate. So you have to, or wait, they'll underestimate. So, so you're not paying the low price, and right. then all of a sudden in November when they actually read your meter, right? I mean, you used a lot more than what they thought. Doesn't it sound like a scam to you? It's all a scam. <laughs> That's why you got to read it every month. You do. I, did, I, I set myself up for that, and then I got lazy and stopped doing it because I don't want to walk outside. Well, that's the point of my story. They called me, and I forgot to do it, so I'm going to get screwed. <laughs> <laughs> Probably won't get screwed that bad. No, it, because they're going to underestimate, right? Yeah, and then next month. And then month, next month, I'm going to fucking have a 200. It'll be an reading. Yeah. You're going to get this massive bill. <laughs> you see the supply charges are up. They give the you month the little December. the little chart. It's like low, 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 super high. <laughs> okay. The the chart is real good, right? Yeah. There's always a dip from like May to September. It's like down very, very much touching the line. It's this huge dip, and then all of a sudden it shoots up in October. You know, it's like my Buffalo water bill. My Buffalo water bill is like half. Yeah, like literally, I'm using half the amount of water because there's only one person downstairs in the apartment. And it's yeah. only me upstairs, but yet my bill is only like thirty dollars less. Like it's than a hundred family of four, a hundred and sixty or a hundred and fifty dollar bill or whatever, a hundred and forty dollar yeah. bill. You don't even want to know Silver Creek's water bills. Really? Is it? Outrageous? Oh, it's outrageous. Yeah, they fucked us all up a few years ago. They did. They redug a bunch of pipelines. 
So they had, you know, they had all this new construction because of old pipes that were underneath, you know, for the the village. And uh, when they when they did it, they took out this like no interest grant from the government. Okay. And uh, it was only no interest for five years, and somebody didn't read properly, and they didn't collect enough to cover it. So they just never paid it, and now we're getting hit with all these massive interest charges. Oh, okay. And my father-in-law, who's 65, I think. I think he's 65. Um, he went down to pay the water bill one time, and he was, you know, he's steaming at the guy behind the counter. Who's? It's not his fault. He's just the village clerk. And he looked at the guy and he goes, how long are we going to have to pay this high bill like this? This is ridiculous. And the guy goes, you won't see it end in your lifetime, sir. Oh, geez. And I don't know if he just like made assumptions about my father-in-law's lifetime because it's not like my father-in-law is the the picture of health. Or he's just saying like never. Well, my father-in-law, you know, he's 65. He's like 300 pounds and Mm. (laughs) he looks disheveled when he walks into anywhere. (laughs) So I don't know if the guy was making assumptions about his health, but... It, it's still even if if it's ten years, like that's absurd. Our water bills are so high right now. It's it's aggravating. Yeah, and you can't do anything about it. I mean, unless you live, live move to the country and get a well. Well, and they used to they used to if you didn't pay your water bill, it would get you know if you forgot or something, it get rolled into the next one. If you forgot two cycles, they just tack it onto your property tax and not worry about it because you're going to pay that right. Mm-hmm. So they would do that. Well, they stopped doing it because the water bills got so high and people just were like, well, fuck it. I'll just put it in my property tax bill. And every year I'm going to get a new bill from the property tax. It's just one extra thing, you know, and spread out over three payments or whatever. I wonder if I could do that. I wonder if living in the city, I can just say, you know what? Fuck, fuck public water. I want to have a well. I'm going to dig a well. No, I think it's In the illegal. city of Buffalo. I think it's illegal. <laughs> you know, why? It's my property. Yeah, but I think there's too much like underground infrastructure in the city. I don't know. It's wet. My yard is wet. I should be able to have a well. Just start doing the rain barrel thing. I think, uh, you know what? I got to look and see if that's illegal because Erie County it is. <laughs> no, Erie County was giving them away this, this summer. And I was going to get no, that one. That was a couple summers ago, wasn't was it? it? It was like free water barrels. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't think you can do that in the city of Buffalo, but you yet can't, Erie County is. You're like, not supposed to reuse it. But the reason that they did it, though, was because. Erie County Water Authority, their sewage system could not keep up mm. with the flow of the system. So, because obviously, you know, the smart idea back in the day was, oh, yeah, just let your gutters run into the sewers, and people still have that going on. So, right. Uh, on a side note, uh, because of all the leaves that fell, it's mm-hmm. awesome. My sewers covered. So now, like, my basement's not flooding. So I'm, I'm oh, hoping yeah. no one uncovers the grate. <laughs> <laughs> to the street so that my sewer doesn't un- like overflow like the water backwashes into my house yeah no you don't want that to happen no so totally leaving that like that the street can flood for all i care as long as my basement doesn't back up that's right who cares <laughs> let the streets flood it's all right i just drove what what's the situation here and it probably has to do with the same thing in buffalo every underpass like underneath a, a railroad bridge or a throughway bridge floods oh yeah I mean, and not a little bit. Like, well, they flood a lot. Okay, you saw that picture, and I know... Everybody no saw else. it on the internet. Yeah, uh, you know, western New York had a big uh, windstorm. Ooh. But uh, tons of rain, and the canal over, overflowed. That's what was happening in that one picture. With the truck underneath yeah. the viaduct. But, but they've been complaining about it for a while, that every time we have heavy rains... I go underneath that Delaware Street one, for or the Delaware Avenue one, right. coming off the 198, and today it was... 
I mean, it wasn't raining at the time, but oh, there was yeah. a lot of water under there. No, that was the Niagara underpass. I don't. Yeah, I don't know what what happened there. Some I thought somebody said the water was overflowing from the canal, but that doesn't make sense. So that was at the 198, the Niagara Street underpass. I, you know, when it rains that hard or the water back washes or whatever happens, I mean, yeah, those underpasses are, are low and they get flooded. The problem is, is that people are just like, do a good drive through this. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the biggest thing with flooding anywhere, right? Yeah. It doesn't matter what happens. When somebody talks about a flood in a region, they're like, oh, yeah, and there's 75 motors stranded in the middle of yeah. this flooding. It's because people are idiots, and they're like, I'm going to get out. I don't want to be stuck on the wrong side of this waterway, so I'm just going to trudge through it. Well, wasn't and it takes, like, like, three seconds for it to, like, That was Halloween night, car. too, right? Like, they're in a, people are in a hurry. They're yeah, trying it, to get was, the Halloween it was Halloween. It, um, you can't probably back up off... Onto, back onto the 198. I don't know how the situation was. Like, if they were coming off the ramp and trying to go under, and they're just like, oh, fuck. I don't... It, it was just... When you see water, you have to have a better realistic gauge of how deep it is. Like, when you look at it, and you're going, I go through this every day. Like, I go underneath this bridge every day, and now there's water there. You know, that just looks like it's going to be a little bit too high for my small compact sedan. Well, that I can understand that. <laughs> and like seeing the seeing the girl on her hood, like waiting for the police to come in yeah. the boat. I'm just like, oh boy, really? Well, and and with something like that too, because it stretched a long way. It was out beyond the oh, bridge. Yeah. Like the water oh, yeah. line was out beyond the bridge. Yeah. Like you got to know that if it's out beyond the bridge sides, it's deep in the middle. Mm-hmm. Like it's going to be deep there because the lowest point is probably the middle, right? Right. So now, now the guy with the truck. You know, he was thinking. He's just like, I got, I got a truck. I got a truck. I got a pickup. I got a truck. I'm just going to trudge through this fuck. I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure I put a snorkel on this thing when I bought it. Now, it, I I'm, I think we talked about this before. If you haven't got a diesel, you have a good chance. Uh, you your have diesel, an okay chance, right? Yeah, but you still need a snorkel really for your air filter. No, I think you can get through it uh, with the diesel a little bit. Uh, just you still need a snorkel for your air filter. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> Water in your air system is not a good thing. Okay. I don't care if you got diesel or what, but... I didn't even know there was an air filter for the diesels. There's an air filter for everything. I you need know. oxygen to make fire, Dan. No, that's that's built on compression, though. Just yeah, a compression it pumps in, system. It's fuel and air mixture that's compressed. So if it becomes fuel and water... <laughs> 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 hey, they say that this new... Uh, the, the Tesla is not recommended... To go through water, <laughs> but you can pretty much get through water if you need to. Not recommended. Well, to they, they got to say that, right? Like they got to say, "Don't do this." But if you really have to, you might be able to make it through. You know what's driving me nuts with like the Tesla and everything else? Because everything's trying to go to self-driving, right? Oh yeah, autonomous. So they they want it so you don't have to do anything. You just get in the car and you can go. And if they do that, the smartest thing in the world would be for like big cities to make it just. Uh, you know, no traffic, like no other cars, just autonomous driving electrical vehicles, right? So that's like their metro system. You just get in and punch in your address and go. Okay. Like the taxi cab. Like imagine that if, if New York City was all 100% autonomous driving. Right. No no other vehicles on the road, no mass transit system. You hail the vehicle with your phone. Mm-hmm. You get in. Yeah. And you type in your address and it takes you there. And everybody does that, right? It'd be great, wouldn't it? I don't know. You, I mean, there's still traffic. It's still traffic, but it's not. It, you've got to figure it's not going to be nearly as heavy. 
Uh, I, I would imagine they would come up with a way to perfect the system so that if, if one person gets out, like you get the alert on your phone that the car is right there and you can walk to it. It's your car. You claimed it, right? Obviously, there's going to be dickheads that are just going to climb in random cars. No, no. You should be able to hold your phone up to the car. And, a scan you know, tool or something yeah. or a near field connection that would say, okay, now you can punch in your address that yeah. you're going to probably on your phone. But every it seems like every six months there's a new story about one of these cars with this automatic driving systems hitting something. Yeah, I I don't think so. Part of it is uh, an organized effort to I think knock down uh, Tesla in general because they're like the biggest autonomous you know vehicle. They're, they're the biggest push for it, right? Yeah. Um. It, so I think people do shit on purpose when they see it. To like kind of fuck with it, which is fine because it needs to learn. It's still we got to remember yeah, but this, this is like, technology this is like still the rise of the machines thing, right? Like you're gonna piss off the Teslas at, <laughs> at some point, and the motherfucker's gonna yeah. just start taking people out. Well, that's that was a uh, what was it? Um, iRobot. Yeah. Remember iRobot? Yeah. Where it's like, uh, well, what what's the robot gonna do? Is it gonna save twenty people or is it gonna save one person? You know, it's that whole yeah. rail car it's going the, off the three laws of robotics. Yeah. I you know yeah it's programmed in I think what you'll you'll find with autonomous vehicles is at least there'll be more order like people won't be going through red lights yeah right or blocking up intersections you're probably not going to need as many red lights right well I don't know about that so much because they're still pedestrians well it, it's the roundabout theory right right now in Fredonia oh, down man. in the southern tier everybody has they're they're all in a fervor you have about 60% of the population down there going absolutely berserk because they're installing a huge two-way roundabout at a major intersection awesome right I, I'm fine with roundabouts. I yeah. have no issue with them. I've been through them. Obviously, everybody in the city of Buffalo has gone through Niagara Square. Buffalo, Chittawaga, Hamburg. They all... Oh, East Aurora. And East Aurora has them. But the, I'm talking like the one at Niagara Square right in front of City Hall is massive. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is... Two is, lanes. It's, it's Two or like, three lanes, I was going to say it's like three or four almost. Three. I want to say three is... Because it's like three actual circles, and then every exit has its own yeah, little lane, you can right? Yeah, kind of do your own thing. But everybody bobs and weaves out of that thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, no issue, right? So in Fredonia, they're having this big fervor about it, and I'm like, it's not going to be that bad, guys. Like, yeah, but that that roundabout has lights. That's not like you can't just pop in that one or stop signs and a light. So yeah, I mean, stop, stop well, every everything has a stop sign on the outside in the Niagara Square one, but most of the other ones are just yields. Well, the one in Hamburg. Because that's every Hamburg, single one in Hamburg is a yield. Yeah, and it's it's pretty awesome actually. They they do a really good job. I think people in Hamburg have gotten used to it because you have you don't hear any news about accidents or yeah, like craziness. Well, there's or like, well they, they had the one guy at the corner of Big Tree and South Park. I think it's Big Tree, Big Tree and South Park who ran over the rocks because they put giant rocks in the middle of them. And yeah, he, he went straight into them. Well, one asshole. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. But that's that's what you hear though. But you go to the other side of South Park or the other side of Twenty there on South Park, and it I think there's five in a row. Okay, so I see your point about that. I don't know if New York City could necessarily put a bunch of roundabouts. In. I don't think they'd need them though. If you put blinking lights uh, and the car recognizes and they and they because the car is going to be more courteous than you and me driving the car, right? So the vehicle should be able to. Because the other thing that they're doing with all the self-driving stuff is where the cars can communicate with each other. Well, that would be, yes. So if you had... An interlaced map of all Say the you had 45,000 Teslas in New York City. 
not a single red light in, in the city. It's just all like blinking yellows or whatever. So they're all yields. One car turns, the other one comes in right behind it, and the other car turns in behind right, it. Right, right, right. It's all you the could, zipper merge theory and right, everything right. like that. And that would work brilliantly because yeah. the computer is going to make those assumptions. And they're going to be versus, courteous to each other. Right, right. But you still have people in New York City, so you're going to have to figure out something where people can walk. I mean, that's the biggest thing about uh, New York, at least the last time I was there, which was fucking 20 years ago almost, yeah. is that you, when when that light's red, you fucking cross and you got to oh, run. Oh, yeah, you, you really do pay attention to the crosswalk thing, yeah. right? When the little guy goes white for walking, You're, you, you, you fucking are moving, go. and the whole crowd moves. Yeah, the whole crowd moves as like a giant... You don't second uh, guess. <laughs> yeah, it's like a parasite, you know, enveloping a whole area. Yeah. And then fucking as soon as it turns green, motherfuckers are on their horn, like, get out of my way, I got to go. Yeah. Because, you know, one straggler or something well, maybe like that's that, all you would need you. then, is you would need the crosswalk thing to be able to communicate with the cars as well. So when it's a, a walking symbol, nobody drives through it. Like, none of the cars are going to drive through it. But then, of course, you're going to have some idiot that's going to jump in the front seat of a Tesla and hit the gas through a crowd of people or some shit. Well, you got to have that blocked off, right? I don't yeah. know. I mean, uh, and that's my theory. Is now, that, are all the car companies going to get on the same page and have all their cars communicate? Because obviously we're talking about one car brand right now that does it, but like yeah. everybody is going to want to do this eventually. Well, and uh, Cadillac I know has a communication system where that where their car that does the Super Cruise thing will communicate with nearby cars, and they do it not just for the autonomous driving they do it for like road conditions right so if you are in this certain type of cadillac and you pass somebody else in that same car those two cars are communicating as they get close once they're in range from each other they communicate and they tell each other about the road conditions um they if there's accidents um so you know it sees the things on the road and it tells it you know did we slow down and moved over for this blah 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 so the there's so they know yeah. there's an obstacle basically and that right. the road conditions are shitty that kind of stuff so even if they are in auto- autonomous mode and they're driving down the road, when the cars communicate, the other car goes, oh, it's icy up here. This car slipped. I'm going to turn on the all-wheel drive system, and my passenger will never know the difference. You know I, what I mean? I just, you know, like I, I'm wondering if the government's going to have to step in and say, hey, listen, just like everything. Well, right? and I think I, they will. Know. I think, like you said, you're hoping that they all work together. Right. I'm going to guess the systems are going to be pretty similar. It's not going to be I, that I far hope. away from each other. I mean, fucking beta, VHS. I know a lot of people don't remember that, but you know, beta, the superior quality, got uh, ruined by VHS. Yeah. Well, and you would think that the system that Tesla's putting in, the one that Cadillac's putting in, that communicates between two different cars. It's probably a similar system. It's not. It's probably not that far off. They're probably using a very I, basic system for that near field communication. Again, uh, Blu-ray versus high definition well, DVD. It's, like, it's, I, it's this, so close. The, I mean, the technology is the same technology, but yeah. it's totally different. Well, and I would think that it's they're using the basic like it's like the Bluetooth system, right? So you can walk up to with that near field connection the nfc system you can walk up to any teller in the city and pay with your phone right Right. that's how it should be right i mean usb should be like that but then apple has their fireware lightning whatever (laughs) is it it's different now yeah it's 20 years and i and i guess the rumor is they're changing it again right but it should all be usbc but it's really what it should be like sony and apple they're always like proprietary systems because we want to make people spend money I mean, the charging cables are, you know, one thing, but that near-field connection system is the same. 
I mean, what Apple uses and what your phone uses would use would be the same thing because we both can walk up well, and within go. Within your field, right. But I think we're beginning to see this with the charging of vehicles. Yeah. You know, there's no real um, thing that says, this is how we're going to charge vehicles. This is the port that we're going to use. Now, Tesla's already done the the... You know, they set up the supercharger network. They're fucking going crazy. Yeah. So you would think that everybody would have to go to that standard, or why wouldn't they go to that standard? Because it's already it, set yeah, up. It doesn't for make sense to not go to that standard, right? But you know, somebody's out there going, "Okay, well, we got to build our own shit, and <laughs> uh, we're not well, going to let them do whatever they want." Is is Tesla's charging ports the same that would be in like the third party? market of charging systems because I, I don't think so i'm not sure like I, if you roll up to walmart they have yeah. a bank of charging stations where they charge you per hour or whatever whatever it is kilowatt hour or whatever um that you can roll up to in any electric car and just yeah. plug in yeah i'm not sure so don't i mean don't quote me on that stuff but i know specifically like you know tesla has their own port or whatever yeah and they're working on like some of the crazy stories I saw uh, online was that they're working on like robotic um, charging. I would say service people almost like not necessarily machines, but like you'd roll up in your car and the fucking thing you you know you'd open up your gas tank, your electric port, and a little robotic little robot. arm swings out and plugs it in. Yeah, you don't even have to get out of your car; it just fucking does That's it. Awful! It's so crazy <laughs> to think about like the automation that they're trying to do. And, you know, when is that going to happen? Because you've already seen that, like, the the car's been out for, like, the Model S has been out for six years, I think, now, or seven years. And <clears throat> no one's really come close to, like, doing what they're doing. Yeah. So when they talk about this crazy stuff, like, what is that? Is that 20 years from now? Is that 15 <laughs> years from now? What's the real time frame on this? Come yeah. on, Elon. <laughs> Get your shit together. Now, it, well, and that's, I mean, they're they're talking about, well, you got that stuff. They're talking about the semis, right? So yeah, semis. That's gonna be that's gonna be their system probably for like the trucking industry is where truckers can roll up to a charging station, take a nap, and, and yeah, charge up for the day. Perfect, right? So and they don't have to get out of their truck. They can just kind of like lean back in their seat or climb in their bunk and not worry about it. So that's an efficiency thing, right? Yeah. Uh, that's what I would think. Um, but then you put it onto the car stuff. The only thing is, is I when I hear all this stuff that Tesla is looking to do, like the robotic arms and having their own charging ports and having all this other stuff, I'm going, isn't that really the ruin of your company, though? Like, in the long run, aren't you just the outsider if every other manufacturer is like, oh, we're all going to use this port because they're readily available in, in third-party yeah, stuff? Yeah, but you would think that because you're first on the scene and you already have the network set up. But that's, know. I mean, it's a mentality of going, oh, everybody's going to come to us for this stuff. They're going to come to us to do this, and they're going to come to us to do, you know, to make the I, charging port. I and mean, make why the not? Connection. Look, look at, I mean, the car, the rest of the car industry is just like way far behind. They, you know, you hear all these stories, and it's just not. I, I haven't seen it. I mean, the what? What do we got? The Nissan Leaf. Yeah. Uh, the the Volt is gone, right? Well, yeah, but so that's the, a hybrid. The Bolt. The Bolt with a B. With a B. Uh, so you got the Leaf and the Bolt, and then that's it. Yeah, but I mean, everybody has, I mean, every manufacturer has an EV. Right, but you don't, I mean, you don't hear about them at all. I mean, you hear about, oh, they're coming. Porsche's Taycan, you know, you, the the big story lately is the Tesla versus the Taycan. 
But you're talking about a $200,000 sports car versus, you know, an $80,000 Model S. I mean, you have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I mean, there's ten right there. And obviously Tesla's at the top of the list. Nissan Leaf, BMW i3, mm. the Bolt, the Kia Soul electric vehicle. Yeah, right. Like anyway, Nobody's going to buy that, buy that shit. <laughs> um, Audi has the e-tron. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. The Hyundai Kona. Yeah. Kia Nero. <laughs> okay. Actually, the Nero isn't a bad-looking car. Okay. And then Porsche Mission E. Oh, the Mission E first. Uh, well, and every, I mean, every luxury I mean, brand, well, yeah, the, the sports cars. Brands, yeah. The sports cars have um, electric vehicles too, because I'm pretty sure, if I'm not mistaken, like Ferrari and them have a. They are working on it too, because obviously Tesla made their sports car, right? And they're like, "Oh shit, we can make cars that go this fast, so, this quick." So I was uh, watching a YouTube video about. Uh, I think his name's Rob Barron or Barron. He's the he's a big uh, investor guy. Yeah, and he's talking about how basically. Every uh, motor company is going to have to restructure their whole company. And, and basically, it, how are they going to do this? Because most of the plants in the U.S., what do they manufacture? Engines. engines. Yeah. So if you get rid of engines, how does that affect these giant, you know, multi-billion dollar corporations? We just saw GM go through a strike. And, I mean, this is the, the precipice. This is the, the beginning of all this because... You know, these people well, want their, their jobs and their engine factories and everything. And I understand it. Bl- believe me. We're also working towards going electric where you could have a, a plant run and you got everything right there because you're not building an engine. You're building an electric motor that's a lot easier, a lot less parts. Everything's a lot less parts. Yeah, I mean, like Chevy's even, you talk about the strike. I mean, there was a lot of other factors in that strike. But um, unfortunately, being part of that that corporation... <laughs> I working get, yeah. and selling their vehicles, and then I have customers that are GM employees. Yeah, yeah. I hear a lot of stuff that went on. So there was a right. lot so of bigger stuff workers, that went in there. They were talking about temp workers a lot in healthcare. It a lot of it stemmed from on that one anyway. What back when they got bailed out by the government, everybody called them government motors. And what a lot of people didn't, from what I've understood from a lot of the employees, is what nobody understood was it wasn't solely the government. The employees took a big hit. Like they agreed to not take pay raises for so many years and that kind of stuff to help the company expand and pay back their bailout. Right. So they did that. Well, then they were promised in their next contract that they were going to get certain things like pay increases. Right. And And it didn't happen. And it didn't happen, and they weren't seeing anything, so that's when they went on strike. It's because a lot of that shit happened. Their union's corrupt. I mean, you you see Well, that was the other part, was they wanted wanted GM to take a little bit of responsibility for the union presidents. Right. um, Because those union presidents, I mean, the one guy from the Tonawanda union uh, just got sentenced. Um, They're in Kentucky. I mean, they had people that were real corrupt. I mean, just stupidly corrupt in the in the UAW which you never heard about until all of a sudden it, there's a strike and now corruption yeah it, it's so weird how that like pops up together. yeah so um but there was a lot of that stuff but you you talk about like they're they're moving there they discontinued making the Chevy Cruze which was almost totally assembled in Lordstown Ohio so there was a lot of jobs that were lost because they shut down that plant in Lordstown and it was not even six months after they announced that that plant was stopping production of the Chevy Cruze that they announced that it was going to be the new location for an electric vehicle. 
Mm. So they were going to be doing final assembly and everything on the electric vehicle there. And obviously with the Bolt, they have a production facility for the electric engines. So, I mean, I think they're trying, like GM at least. I don't know what Ford's whole thing is. I don't know what they're doing with their cars. Ford's super secretive. I think they, uh, and they're the only ones that didn't take a bailout. If you look at their stock price, Ford is like $9 a share. And they're the only ones that didn't take a bailout from the government. And I think that they're in a really good position, but they've been super quiet about like building electric cars or doing whatever, whatever. And I have this like feeling that they're going to come right out of the gate and they're going to have something amazing. It's going to blow people away. It's either that or it's going to be so long sitting in the tank that it's going to be shit. And that, that, could, <laughs> that could very well be too. I mean, uh, I'm, I think they're the only company that does not currently have an EV, right? A full EV. I think that's smart. I think they're... I think they're so in the development phase and they're keeping it so quiet that they want to make sure that when their product comes out, that this thing is going to fucking blow people away. See, and I think the reverse, though, because I'm going, well, they make a shit ton of hybrids. Like, they have a lot of hybrid engines. Like, their pickup trucks have hybrid engines. They well, have, they're, they're trying to get that pickup electric pickup truck out. I th- That's the last thing I heard about Ford. Well, and that's, I mean, they've always had a hybrid engine on their trucks. That's one of the, you know, you know, from the truck guys, the quote-unquote truck guys, mm-hmm. is the knock is that if you go to Ford, you're more than likely getting a six-cylinder engine with a hybrid electrical motor on it. It improves gas mileage. It helps a little bit with towing, but half these guys want big Vulcan V8s that burn shit tons of gas. You know what I mean? So I think I think they're just like, well, no, we already have the electric engine. We just need to expand on it. And they're probably more than anything, in, in I would think, waiting for battery technology. I, to well, be right, I think battery technology is there. To be honest, I, I do. I I agree with you. I I think all the the talk that used to be of you know we we don't have the range on the battery. I think that's gone. Yeah, I can't I can't speak too much as the stocks. I don't want to get in trouble. I don't know how that works. <laughs> but like you know, there seems to be an oversupply of lithium right now. Yeah, even though which they said was going to eat out the earth. Yeah, there's a shit ton of <laughs> there's a shit ton of batteries and there's a shit ton of lithium right now, which is odd. So, uh, you know, at this point, I feel like they could expand on that. Now, I have heard a lot of talk. I saw some articles about this aluminum air battery. Yeah. Have you heard this? I haven't heard it, but. Basically, it's some crazy technology that uses aluminum and air as a catalyst and together creating electricity. And then it actually eats the aluminum and there's no no real waste. It's kind of like a traditional battery. Yeah, but the, the but traditional battery has the same thing, right? Even it's better, got like though. a solution and a is it aluminum well, and rod in it or something? No, no that's every ba- every battery has like a catalyst and two different metals or something. Yeah, yeah. And that you know, obviously, that solution causes that uh, causes corrosion and creates charge right. and that kind of stuff. And right, but this is different. Where I I guess the aluminum just kind of disappears or something. I don't know. I don't it just know how eats it's, it completely, basically. Yeah, and the, the problem was that they had with it was that aluminum, when it would decompose or do whatever yeah. it does, it would clog up the system where the air would come in. Oh, okay. But apparently somebody figured out a way to, like, move that out of the way or make it more efficient. So I, it sounds exciting to me. I don't know too much about the technology. I've been seeing these weird articles about it. Yeah. But if that's true, aluminum is, like, one of the fucking biggest metals. Like, we have the most aluminum everywhere. It's just, yeah. like... They make foil out of it. I mean, you got you got aluminum everywhere. Yeah, it's so cheap. 
Well, and you can you can pull it from scrap rarities too, right? Like junk do every, aluminum yeah. because it, it doesn't corrode that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah. There's some corrosion properties, but not the same way as like steel. So right. you can, I mean, it's the most abundant metal. I I feel like on yeah, Earth. and, and, and maybe you can recycle just, a shit ton of it. So. Right, right. Uh, so I'm excited if that's true, but like on the other hand, man, lithium is going to be, I guess out of service but i don't know the power you know things and i don't know if it's like real technology or well and what's like, the size that you need in order to make it right because that's the big thing with with lithium is you can put it in almost anything because you, you need your cell phone how thin is your cell phone right it's got a lithium battery in it yeah it's awesome i mean that's that's the nice thing with lithium is it's smaller and lighter and but we'll we'll see technology change now that battery technology is like really at the forefront everybody's kind of investing in the technology well that's the big thing that's the big push though right because what it, 10 years ago you were looking at going 50 miles in your electric vehicle well and now the big thing is we can make it 400 i mean if you remember people were worried about things exploding because of samsung it, galaxies yeah i mean know. that came along later on with you know down the road but the i mean at the start of the whole electric vehicle thing probably what when you bought your prius what's your range on your your prius if you run out of gas your oh, electric just, range uh, not not long at all that well battery. that's what i mean it's a lead it's like, acid battery i want to say so yeah and it's it's like what it's probably like 40 miles tops barely right? yeah probably so that was the big thing for the longest time was we have no range on it well now we can pack 50 lithium batteries in a yeah. small space and, so we uh, can put 250 of them in the base of this car and yeah you can 350 can miles and yeah we can go miles. 350 miles on this thing i think all the base a lot of the base models for like the tesla are 200 to 300 if not 300 plus well and that's it, it, i know it keeps getting better every year i so. know when the the chevy bolt came out they were setting the benchmark at the time for 238 miles and that was the longest range at the time yeah and it took all of like a year and a half for them to stop touting their range because Tesla and everybody else was just beyond it. Yeah. I mean, you had a 250 mile thing. You had a, you had something else that was going 320, and you know, depending on what you bought for your range. Now Tesla has three different range models. Yeah, you can get like a short range, a long, a medium range, and a long range model. I think they're even cutting down on that because they really want to just, you know, set one one range and then use the software to kind of control. How the battery works. See, and I don't like that. Well, I, if I buy this, that's my other problem, though, is why oh, yeah. do you have three range models, right? Put the same battery in every car. If I want less interior features, then I can pay less money for it rather than have, losing range on my battery. Yeah, I don't want that to be uh, my sticking point. The, the, the problem is, is that it makes it easier to manufacture. I understand, but... So why why not just put the same battery in all the cars and, and say, well, you know, we can upgrade... Just like anything, like hey, we can upgrade this, yeah, and and charge you more money. It, it makes sense to me. It it comes from like you know a different, but that also model, gives you the business model. Well, and it, it, I think that gives you too much. Uh, you know, there's guys out there that are figuring out how to ch- hack their cheap oh, Tesla. Definitely, they, you know, there's definitely I mean? ways to hack it. I'm I'm sure of it. Well, and that's the you know they're sitting there going, I know how I can pull this range out of this car, and I can hack into the system and and get. I paid. Thirty thousand less than the other guy down the road. That's, that's got... up to the car company to decide if they want to. You know what? I, you know what I'm saying? If they're gonna, it, and I'm not sure about any of this. I'm just kind of we're kind of just floating yeah, topics. Yeah. But if you know if they can do that and somebody can hack it, of course that's that's how it is. That's how the world works. Well, I'm, why not just give me the full range instead of charging me extra? And they might, they might at some point. I think they're they're heading towards you know trying to 
tear. I think they're trying to tear off the cars so that like, you know, your Model Three is this, and your Model S is this, and your Model X is this. And, yeah. You know, the pickup truck is this, and yeah, you're gonna have different price prices, but that's for different features versus range. I think it's gonna be more like speed and capa- You know, like uh, whatever. I don't know. Well, and I just think traditionally with vehicles, if I pull up two two pickup trucks, regardless of brand, there's going to be a cheap version, and it may look fairly similar to the more expensive version, but the engine, the engine transmission will probably be the same for the most part. I mean, there is some variables. I mean, obviously, every manufacturer has two different types of engines, but if I take two... I can get a $38,000 V8 compared to a $72,000 V8. And the only thing that's different is the style on the exterior a little bit and the interior features of the truck. Uh, see, You know what I mean? So this is what... But the engine and the transmission and the gas range, they're all going to perform the same. This is this is what's crazy about having uh, the software ability to upgrade your car. It's like, <laughs> okay, I just paid for my $50,000 car. It's all paid off. Thank Thank goodness. And then they go, well, you know what? For next to fucking five grand now, we can upgrade it. Yeah. I like that. I like that idea. Like, oh, we'll boost it up a little bit. Well, I mean, and you're a long-term owner of your vehicles, right? My, my, one of our managers has a Tesla. Okay. Okay. So, and I can't remember which one it is. It's probably the Model 3 or whatever. But he talks about the upgrades that come out all the time. And they charge, you know, and, you know this one's 1200 bucks. This one's 1500 bucks. This upgrade is two grand. And do I want to do this upgrade because it's going to cost me X amount of dollars? And I mean, it's not a cheap car. I mean, you're talking a sixty-five thousand dollar car, and put another ten grand in upgrades into it to upgrade the system. And the coolest thing he can tell me about is that he can play video games by plugging in a controller on it. Well, hey, that's if you're going to pay an extra ten grand for stuff like that. But I'm sure there's like little. Well, I mean, upgrades this is over time upgrades. too. There's yeah. there's like it's over time. There is free upgrades like over the you know. It's just regular software updates, and yep. they, they add, you know, where it'll do certain things on the screen. But it's still kind of, to me, it's like, oh, there's $10,000 in upgrades. And one of them was to let it drive to his door. And it's not, that wasn't ten grand, but it was right, like right. two grand where he can get on his phone, and he can hit a button, and it summons the car. The summon feature, yeah. Yeah, and that was like, I can't remember, I think he said it was two or three grand upgrade in order to get the summoning feature. And it sounds like a great idea, but, I, you know, for the extra money, like, probably not really. Not here. I don't know. I mean, it's cool. It is. It, and that's what I think that's the whole idea. You make it super cool, and then people are like, oh, shit, I need that. Yeah. You know, it's that that need that we all have. Or like, oh, I got to show off. Let me, <laughs> everybody look at, check out my car. That's what <laughs> my, he did for a week and a half was everybody look, my yeah. car will come to me. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's cool. But you see in California, people, like, I see the articles all the time at least. Uh, where people are abusing that because yeah. they're in the parking lots and they're like, I'm going to hit my summon feature and see what happens. Yeah. Well, they're just playing around with it and then it hits another person. Right. Or you have two people hitting it at the same time causing a Tesla traffic jam or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if those articles are real or if they're fake. I mean, there was a couple of videos where like the, the summon me was hitting other vehicles because it was it couldn't negotiate a turn or something. You know what I Which mean? Which doesn't sound right to me because their technology is pretty... Pretty rock solid, but <laughs> I don't know. It it's so crazy to think about what's coming out in the next five years. I can't wait for the. I I honestly cannot wait for the pickup truck. I mean, I think everybody. I, I wish I would really really like to see that and drive it. And there there is 
four manufacturers, I think, that are trying to make pickup trucks right now. Um, I know GM bought into one company and Ford bought into another company. And they're basically going to take their brand and their technology and build it into their own. Obviously, Tesla is doing their own version. I think when Ford's Bronco, electric Bronco, comes out, it's going to blow the doors off everything. It's going to be amazing. And I think they, they've yeah. really put a lot of work. I, I don't know. Just my feeling on it. But uh, in Tesla's truck, you know, I'm, I'm a little nervous because of how Elon talks about it. He's like, cyberpunk, and not everybody's going to like it. And <laughs> what did they say the last time? Uh, he tweeted out something about uh, it looking like a like a military vehicle, like a Hummer. Gosh. Nah, not like a Hummer, but like a shit. I'm gonna fuck it up. I can't remember, but like uh, it's got like a weird front to the the vehicles, armored like armored. Oh, vehicles. like a Bradley. It's, not a tank, but yeah, like well, Bradley's not a tank. It's a it's a people personnel, mover, yeah. armor personnel vehicle, yeah, APC. So I think that's what they were ta- he was talking about. Like it's gonna kind of look like that, which is a weird looking thing because, and I get it because it's got the the nose, the like triangle nose, or yeah, the, comes to a point because you don't need anything in the front. Uh, you don't need a big diesel engine or whatever in the front yeah, of these yeah. Teslas. Uh, so I'm I'm kind of curious. I can't wait to see it. The, I think that's everybody. The one that I saw that was pretty cool. And you talk about like platform being the same across everything, and there it's a company. I, I think it was called Atlas, and it's basically just it, it's the wheels, the batteries, and the electric engines, and there are four independent engines for each yeah. wheel, and uh, so that's the base. And then you can basically walk into their dealership or wherever, and you pick the platform that you want to sit on top of the base. So it's a flat base. Right. You can set it up however you want. And you can make it either a pickup truck, an SUV. You can make it into just a towing vehicle. So you can you can that's use it, it across be. industry. Yeah. So you can you know you can sell it to companies as a basically like a forklift, but that you can change what's on top of it. <clears throat> so you can have it carry cargo. You can put it at the airport to carry luggage, that kind of stuff. Or you can make it a couple nice electric yeah. pickup trucks that people drive around town. You know what I mean? Hey, if if they're all if and that was a cool system that I saw. Independent suspension, independent drive on each uh, engine, yeah. each wheel. I mean, that's amazing in itself. Like four wheel drive, electric, you know, motor on each uh, wheel. Those are going to be awesome off road vehicles. Yeah. No oh, matter yeah. what, no matter who does it. Yeah. I I would you know I would love to see that. Well, and that's, I mean, that's how you get most of your power, right, is when you have four independent engines or you can get the two-wheel drive version that's two independent engines. But that yeah, would, that platform that control. I saw was kind of cool because I was like, oh, so I can walk in. The base is going to be the same no matter which truck I buy. Your your, your power system is all going to be the same, and then you just throw a platform on it. Well, that's, that's what we want, right? We want to be able to choose our own. I mean, that's that's how it is anyway. You want to choose your own stuff, like make it easy. You flip through the thing, you go Brrr, that. Well, and it, yeah, I mean, like the thing that I thought was cool with that was I'm like, oh, if I want a crew cab, I can get a crew cab. I think where they'd have an issue, though, is like when you get into the larger size trucks, people are going to go because that thing tows like a shit ton of weight, too, for is the size of the truck. And uh, I think where you get into the problem is where somebody goes, oh, I want, you know, like my dually that I had. Mm. I want that eight-foot bed with a crew cab, right. and the truck is as long as it possibly can be, and they don't have a platform for it. It's really not built for that kind of stuff. But, I mean, I th- through all the electrical vehicle talk, or, you know, going that route, for me, it, I'm fine. I 
could use an electric vehicle. It's not going to kill me, right? I'm not doing a bunch of exterior. Work. I still right. think there's going to be a need for like diesel engines. I mean, in certain places. I I don't know. I mean, I'm not sure how the technology is going to be affected like that. If if this is like going to be the standard, you, and you, you know. know who I'm really surprised hasn't like bid onto the electric stuff is farmers. Like I'm surprised because they do have electric engines have better torque and everything. I'm right. surprised they haven't bid onto the whole electric thing. And you already have a, a piece of equipment that's massive, so the battery packing the batteries into a small space is not an issue. You know what I mean? I'm surprised they haven't like clicked onto it. I think you know it, it's so weird because there's some industries that should really do that. Yeah, and I think well, look at the the locomotion or locomotives. I mean, how long have they been diesel-generated electric engines? Mm-hmm. It's been that way for a long time. And you would think that e- even if you went that route with farmers, where it was a diesel generator with an electric engine, it, you think that it would be something that they would like. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I can't answer that question. That's a, that's a really good point. Um, maybe diesel engines are easier. Maybe they can – maybe, I don't know, farmers are doing the whole, like, creating vegetable oil – Instead of like no, that went out the diesel. door in the late nineties. But still, I mean, you could do that. Like, if you're a farmer and you have a ton of corn, you can make uh, a, a vegetable oil or whatever. Uh, maybe not corn it, or soy. Yeah, and that's a, that's a tough thing. Is they try to do that because farmers don't want to have a waste product, right? So they're not they're not looking to grow a waste product. So vegetable oil out of corn doesn't work for a farmer. Well, whatever, whatever, because they the do. corn is more valuable for them to sell at a market or anything. Okay, right. <laughs> But they tried to do that with methane. Remember what? Do you remember all well, the yeah. stories in like the late nineties about farmers trying to capture that. methane? They do with the cows and and create electricity from that. They try to, but it doesn't work that well because then you have cesspool issues. I mean, there uh, is I some that are still doing, doing it. it. Yeah, but I know there was one big one in Western New York that they stopped doing it oh. because it wasn't producing enough. Like it just they couldn't get it to do what they, their expectations were of but it. But yet again, that's, what, five, ten years ago now? Yeah. Who knows what the well, technology no, I mean, is I'm, like. We're talking this was 25 years ago yeah. almost. So, so it, yeah, it's weird how the technology changes. You, you haven't heard about stuff like that. Yeah. But, I mean, diesel, if, if you really go back and look at the history of diesel, and like mm-hmm. Theodore Diesel or whoever the fuck he is, uh, you know, he created that off of vegetable oil. That was the original yeah, yeah. source. It just petroleum was so cheap. And diesel was kind of a waste product, I think, from gasoline. Yeah. So they were like, oh, well, we can just use this shit. Yeah. Well, and you, I remember another thing from the late 90s where people were like, we can go down to the local pizza shop and get their fryer oil. Yeah. And after our converted diesel engines, and these cars will go. It's it's not even really converted diesel engines. They just got to strain it. It's like you, you have to, uh, if you're using old fryer oil, you have to make sure that it's like a little. Well, pure. I remember when they were doing that, like the one guy said, because there's certain like, hose fittings and stuff that don't hold up to the vegetable oil mm, for some I, reason. And I don't know what the difference is, but that's I remember that there was this guy that had a old like 78 Datsun diesel engine and he did he had to do some converting of the air mixture and some hoses and uh, I, I think it was more about filtering it and making it a little more pure because if you're using fucking shit from a, a fryer. Well, you still had to have like this fucking big vat yeah. in your thing in your yeah, you're garage because you had to do a little bit of like baking it or some shit yeah, like purifying. that to get like the water and stuff off of there. And yeah, but <clears throat> yeah, I remember when that was a whole big thing and that just went to the wayside. Well, because it, you know, at some point you're not gonna 
get the fryer oil. So like no one's going to give it to you or they want to charge you or whatever, yeah. whatever the case is, you know, it just it, people, I, and I like the idea and maybe it'll come back in fashion or some hippies will, you know, decide to, to do it again. But that's, that's the thing. It, it kind of goes to the wayside, just like electric cars right now are popping up early 1900s. Before, there was a ton of them. There was a ton. You know, yeah. that technology, it's so weird to think so about. So they made a whole documentary about what killed the electric car. Right. right? It's, so. it's, it's, it's so weird to think that if 100 years ago, if they would have just said, eh, we're going to use these electric cars, <laughs> what would battery technology be today? Well, brings us to what today is. I mean, we're here on election day. Um, what? <laughs> it's election day, Dan. Oh, shit. I got to go down. <laughs> I didn't even. At least you're right down the road. <laughs> yeah, I can go walk down there. I forgot uh, it was Tuesday. But they talk about that, and it was all, I mean, it comes down to lobbyists in the government, right? Like, well, yeah. I mean, at that point, uh, back in the early 1900s, I think it was money. And, you know, we always talk about Hearst killing um, Hemperies and everything like that because he wanted to, you know, have his newspaper and yeah. make it out of trees or whatever. I don't know. The, he owned a lumber mill at the same time. Yeah, whatever the, hemp the story is. for him. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh you know, it's. I think that's what it is. Like gasoline was cheaper. They want. They're like, ah, oh, fuck this. You know, this technology doesn't work as well. We're gonna use this gas stuff, or whoever. Somebody, somebody with a lot of money, made that decision for us, which sucks. Yeah, and that's what I mean. Like somebody along the way was like, you know what? That electric car is real cool, dude. But guess what? You went about twenty miles on your electric car yeah, yeah. and have no way to charge it. Um, I just did seventy-five miles in my little tiny two-cylinder gas engine yeah metal t and i can just go fill it up again and you have no way to charge your car <laughs> so what do you think there buddy and then he told yeah. 10 of his friends because happy people you know well then the electric car guy was complaining so he told 10 of his friends and well plus uh all the people out there with pitchforks going oh horseless carriages they're crazy it's the <laughs> devil it's the devil like can you imagine the early 1900s they're like with the cars devil? no with everything oh with everything the devil the devil where is this light coming from it must be the devil <laughs> <laughs> that's how i imagine the early 1900s everything's the devil everything's the devil oh, the it was devil. that religious for you in the early 1900s no it just i i don't want to say that i America imagine was uneducated but i imagine the early 1900s being more of a drug-fueled rage of society than I do the, the early 1900s? Yeah, because every, like, every medicine was made with cocaine and heroin oh, yeah. and everything else. <laughs> like Everybody in this country was like fueled on drugs. Do you think that was because technology, you know, you're going from farms to cities and uh, having to work in factories versus, you know... Why they were all on drugs? Yeah. N no, I think it's because people were like, oh, yeah, we got this new thing. It's the coca leaf. It'll make you feel great. You're feeling a little down in the dumps, Sally. <laughs> Here, take this bottle of Coca-Cola. Yeah, <laughs> drink this Coca-Cola. Drink this Coca-Cola. The new wave. This this cough medicine over here. It'll take it right away. It has actual no medical properties, but it's a bunch of other shit mixed together. Well, it, it had medical properties. It just knock you fuck out because it's got heroin or lidocaine or whatever. That's know. what I mean, though. It wasn't really about like curing anything. It was more about like easing the pain, and it oh. was like you mean like Prozac and. Yeah, uh, Xanax. Yeah, <laughs> same thing. You know, fucking hundred years from now, they're gonna be like those assholes took Xanax and, and yeah. Prozac I think and we're already doing it. <laughs> nah, we're still. I, uh, some people are still all about it, but <laughs> the drug companies. I think there's quite a bit of people that are going. Yeah, I should, probably shouldn't have been taking that Prozac for years. Yeah, the drug companies just got fucking you with hooked. my mind. Yeah, 
but that's what, I mean that's what I think about is I just go oh yeah you know why they, they like the roaring 20s you know why it's roaring because everybody was fucking high every <laughs> single person was well, high on something well they're drunk and then they're doing coke on top well and that's the other thing is they would take their you know their their cough medicine for the night that had cocaine and heroin in it and then they would go out because they just took <laughs> cocaine and they go out and they start drinking right before prohibition or they're going to the speakeasy and they're all just it I mean, that's why the Empire State Building probably got built was because it, it was done so quick because fucking everybody was on coke. You, 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 th- you know, like, it's so oh, weird for us to like scratches on this for right. being up in the wind on the Empire State Building. We, we Here, have some cough medicine. We can't tell, but you know, it sounds funny to, to think about it like that. But that's the re- like you. That's what you see in ads, right? Like you're no, even the guy out in the country in the Bible Belt. Like he goes down to the general store and he's like, hey, "I got a little tickle in my throat. Uh, here, have this." And you look at the label and it's like, hey, "Heroin." Yeah, that that sounds about right. Thanks, buddy. Goes home and he just like drinks a cup of heroin. So uh, when I was a, uh, I was in English class in college, and we had to do this essay and whatever. And uh, this one guy, this uh, guy, this Indian guy, he was uh, from India. He was ta- telling the story about how, like, he his paper was about how his uh, father had um, poppies, like real, yeah, like heroin poppies that he grew, but he didn't realize that it was illegal here. It was yeah. just like the medicine that they yeah, always yeah. use. Yeah. You know, I was like, oh, that's funny that you know, you don't well, think about it. Like we, you know, we obviously demonize it. It's a bad drug, heroin, whatever. Even morphine is like addictive. It's just an addictive drug, but it does help with pain. You know, yeah, uh, but that's in you. Uh, when you realize how you make heroin, it's kind of funny. Like if you had a poppy growing in your in your living room, yes, all you do is scrape the outside of it, and you can make heroin. The milk of the poppy. Well, opium, right? It's opium, <laughs> opium first. Yeah, I think it's opium. Uh, what did I just say? The other one, shit, heroin, heroin, and but the the actual drug that they use in hospitals still, morphine, morphine. I think yeah. morphine's derivative of opium too well i'm just saying you know it, it, it's all opiates right that's well no i know the opioid addiction in this country right. they're definitely painkillers but they're also <laughs> fucking addictive as fuck so i don't know <laughs> until they figure figure that one out doc yeah. you know i don't know I, it's just it, every time i think about that like in the old days and you see this stuff from the 1800s and it's cocaine and heroin i'm like how the fuck did you get this shit they, like even in the U.S., like it's who's like, like tea like, leaves? Like coca leaves were like tea leaves. Oh, well, just well that that one I can understand. Like that's in the Americas, but right. poppies don't like just grow wild in the U.S., right? No, they do. You got I where mean, do you got to go to find poppies? There's giant poppy fields out in California. Now I don't know if they're Asian poppies versus like you know poppy fields that that don't produce heroin. <laughs> I'm not sure how that genus and class of flowers. Are? They create something, I'm sure, and I bet you there's a bunch of people out there trying to find out. But uh, we, de- I mean, there's definitely like you can walk down the street and find people growing poppies. I just don't know if those are heroin poppies, right? And and I'm I don't sure know they're if not. A difference. Right? I'm sure they're not. I have no idea. You know what I mean? It's well, not I, like you can't. I can't imagine that anybody that's just got like poppies in their front yard, somebody's not going. We need to. We we need to look at that. I, I I see. Here's the the funny thing is like I don't know if because poppy flowers are like a again like a naturally growing thing. It's not like weed where you like oh that's weed growing and you just pick a you know thing off of it. And I'm smoke sure it. somewhere weed just grows naturally. Well, it does. <laughs> <laughs> I know it does. <laughs> you know, it's, 
but but what I'm saying is like, I don't know. Like if you saw poppy flowers in your in somebody's front yard, yeah, yeah, you'd you wouldn't know unless you knew what a poppy flower looked like. Yeah, yeah. You'd never be like, oh, those those might be illegal. Yeah. I don't know. I I understand. Speaking of poppies, you know everybody should have poppies on them right now. Popeyes? Poppies. No. What? Poppies. What? It's that time of year. It's veteran appreciation. And there you go. There's another, yeah, <laughs> the nice tie-in. Well, it is. This whole week, you thank a veteran, find somebody, has nothing to do with any political stance, but there is people out is there. Is that more of a Canadian thing, though? No, they, poppies they wear, are U.S. They wear uh, the poppies. Though. They wear, was... Canada wears a lot of them for Remembrance Day, so does England. But every I think every country that does it, the poppy is the symbol of it. Isn't that weird? Yeah, I mean, it is kind of it's kind of crazy that everybody came together on one symbol to honor their veterans. But it it, it doesn't matter where you go right now if you if you think about it, because Canada does it. It's this week. England does it. It's this week. Uh, veterans Day is on next Monday on uh, what are, the 11th. It's um, it's everybody. It, it doesn't matter where you go. There is some remembrance day happening this time of year are we gonna do the same thing with like firefighters we're gonna have a pot leaf that we wear on our sleeve sure why not i don't know it just sounds weird i i I forgot about that whole thing about veterans day coming up no about poppy oh yeah the poppy is like (laughs) the symbol of remembrance day yeah and there is a story behind why they chose the poppy and everybody did but i can't remember what it is and i can't remember the whole story so i'm not we're not gonna yeah we're not gonna i'm not gonna ravage it but I know there is a reason. Like, if you find over the next week, you will find uh, veterans in like every grocery store taking donations, and they will give you a little poppy. And on there will be the story of why the poppy not is not real poppies. No, it's just a little fake plastic one. Yeah. So, but if you get a chance, donate to a veteran. It's a good cause. Yeah. Just saying. Allen stands for the week. I have do it. a lot of friends, family that it. are all veterans. So just do it. Take a moment, drop a dollar in the bucket. So. It all goes to good stuff. Okay. Now that you've uh, gotten that out of the way. Yeah. We merged right into something new. Okay. Now what? I don't know. Alan's got to go. Already? Yeah. Unfortunately, I got to get back to work again today. Okay. Sorry. (laughs) Good luck. We went on some good rants today, though. We're still, like, looking for guests, even though you stopped Uh, using social media. Yeah. Are we past what? No, no. I was, uh, I don't know. I'm just waking up. God I know damn it. it's it's tough for you. For the month of November, we only have two shows. Yeah, because Thanksgiving today, is at the end. And today, next today. week, and then we have I'm on vacation. Vacation. And then Thanksgiving. Yeah. And, and the then end of we the month. go into December, which is rough. Um, it, it'll be another one where we'll probably only have two shows, depending on how the snow is too. Yes, so snowstorms may affect it, even though Alan and Dan have mastered the art of Alan calling in, uh, just not doing it through Skype. Yeah. <laughs> I'm better off just putting a set of headphones in my ears and walking around the house. Right. Um, but yeah, everybody be prepared for snow. Yeah, everybody be prepared to hear our shows every once in a while. Every once in a while. Well, until the beginning of the year, right? Then once we get into January, it should be back on pace. As long as the well, snow, as long as the snow yeah. Or, well, so, you yeah. know, you know that snow doesn't really slow me down. It's when the kids have fucking snow days because the, the school well, yeah, bus is like, I can't drive up the hill. Yeah, that's when it becomes an issue. No, I know. So 
I'm glad that everybody's tuning in. We had like a hundred listens last week. Woohoo! I don't know where they're fucking coming from. <laughs> I don't I fucking. I... So you have the list of all the rappers, right? Oh yeah. So next week we should probably do our rap show. Yeah, they, 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 we've been teasing them for fucking. No, it'll be next week. It, we we should do it next week. We should put it on our calendar and not go on Alan and Dan ra- rants. Right. We will literally have our SoundCloud rapper show. Yeah, we gotta hear from people like Mel V Pockets, Hearst Boy. You're not supposed to laugh when you're reading these off. These guys might be listening to this shit. King Tragedy. King Tragedy. Frizzy B. Frizzy B. Grizzle. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. But so, w- so what's the plan? Are we going to like play their music a little bit and then discuss? Yeah, you, or? Should, buy, you should bring your uh, laptop in. Uh, I think my laptop's broken. Really? Yeah. I think my son broke it. Yeah, maybe I'll be able to borrow one. I'll try to download, download SoundCloud on my phone and log into our account. Yeah. Because we should be able to play them off of there, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, I don't know I'll just how do that next more week. difficult that will be or less difficult. But yeah, I'll probably, I'll try and find a couple more. I mean, I got a lot. It's going to be a long show. You might want to, on the SoundCloud page, go through and, I don't know if there's any way to like tag the stuff that you... Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. So like, like tag a song for them. Either that or take a picture of your list and send it to me so that I can try to catch up on some of them. Uh yeah maybe I'll just and maybe I'll take you. some notes I'll on my thoughts on these band these SoundCloud did rappers. you uh, did you see the one that I posted from Lithuania no oh yeah I did I did see zombie that, but I didn't listen to it oh I'm feeling like a zombie baby is actually I, I really good. I was at work when I saw it and yeah. then I didn't think to go back I'm like oh this must be like a SoundCloud thing that Dan yeah that liked our page yeah they liked our are they page a rapper he's like uh I want to say like a rapper but R&B but like sweet like it was really good like really really good compared to everything else that I've heard so far so I was like and it was the song was zombie so and it was Halloween so oh, I was, it was like Halloween so just wanted to repost it real quick yeah. but uh yeah and then there's a couple guys that emailed us mostly techno dudes yeah like play my stuff talk about me so uh, emailed us or message us on SoundCloud message us on SoundCloud because yeah. I haven't been in the email but I, you know we do have like 180 emails what yeah. In what? In Yahoo the, or the Yahoo. Gmail? I don't know how many are in the Gmail. Let's see. In the Yahoo. No, it's only 104 in Yahoo. Holy shit. Uh, Reddit, Twitter, Reddit, 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 Twitter, Reddit, Reddit, Stitcher, uh, Instagram. Um, oh, yeah, it's just a bunch of spam stuff. Nice. It's nothing good. Awesome. Uh, let's see what the if the Gmail comes up. I know I have it in here. I thought I did. I don't know how to change the inbox. I don't know. I haven't looked at anything. I, I thought it was on here. I ah, forget about it. They can get us on Man. SoundCloud. Yeah, they know where we're at. We're Facebook. Or Facebook. Okay. Alan. Dan. Thanks for waking me up. No problem, Dan. <laughs> you got to work tonight? No. So okay. real quickly, I'm I got to I'm going to nap. I'm going to go shopping. <laughs> I'm going to cook food. I got to cook food for 4 days. And then I got to stay up until 6 or 7 a.m., sleep all day Wednesday, and then get up for work at like 4 p.m. Sweet. So it's it it sounds like I have a lot of time, but all but that time really is don't. at night. Yeah. You know, when the, I can't you just be. do free grocery pickup. <sighs> no, because yes. I get in there and I'm like, oh, I got to get yes. this. No, see, that's why you avoid it. You make sure you get only the stuff you need. 
I don't know what I need until I see it sometimes. All right. <laughs> All right. Next week, SoundCloud rappers. Everybody tune in. Okay. All right. Yep. Thanks, Dan. Later. Bye.